South Africa welcomes landmark ICJ low. ruling. Israel vows to White continue war. Senate border negotiations forge UN court orders Israel Trump. to halt killings in Gaza, but no ceasefire. Bureau of Economic Analysis reported a strong 3.3% economic growth in the U.S. in the Q4 2023. Ukraine says what? Russia has not given evidence of POWs on downed military plans. This what? man wants to run against Putin. Thousands of Russians Older are State helping him. Texas, Kenyan court blocks deployment police force in Haiti. What's, What's going, going on, on in the world? This podcast is produced by Student Media. Student Media is a student organization at the University of Evansville. Student Media produces the Crescent Magazine, published online and in print three times a semester. Student Media produces several podcasts and utilizes design, photography, video, and sound towards experiential and academic learning in journalistic endeavors and engaging storytelling. Student Media elevates the voice of the student body and connects the campus and community to important information and points of view. To learn more, visit crescent.evansville.edu. Welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On in the World. Today is Friday, January 26th. I'm Sarah Siles, and I'm here with... Hi, I'm Tommy Hausman, and we're excited to bring you a new episode of What's Going On in the World. Um, First off, I'd like to ask uh, Sarah... The International Court of Justice says that uh, Israel's actions qualify as genocide. Is that right? They might. South Africa has taken to the International Court of Justice that Israel Israel's actions qualify as genocide and that a ceasefire needs to be issued. Israel denied this. Today, the International Court of Justice said that Israel needs to be more conscientious about ki- killing innocent Palestinians and destroying buildings. They need to make sure that they are allowing more aid. The court also said that Israel has one month to submit a paper to explain how they are protecting civilians and that what they are doing is not a genocide. However, the international court did not call for a ceasefire. It will most likely take the court years for them to come to a conclusion like this. By the time they make this decision, though, the war may be over anyways. Also, it's very difficult for the International Court of Justice to enforce the country to comply with this law. Israel may just ignore it. So, Tommy, tell us more about what's happening at home. Well, we have a little bit of good news. Unemployment rate uh, remains low, wages are high, and inflation is receding, leading to a positive economic outlook. President Biden and Vice President Harris rejected supply-side economics, investing in manufacturing, infrastructure, small business, and workers' rights, and that seems to be having a positive effect on the economy. So it says here that there was a, a plane crash between the Russian and Ukrainian border, and there was possibly Ukrainian POWs on the plane? Yeah. So on Wednesday, a plane crashed near the border between Russia and Ukraine. It is suspected that Ukrainian prisoners of war were being returned on this plane, and Ukraine has hinted that Russia shot down the plane, but Russia has not given any information regarding this. Russia also has not provided a good list for Ukraine about what people are being held prisoners in Russia. Russia gave a list of people who were Ukrainian POWs in Russia, but Ukraine knew that some of the people on the list had already been returned. This confusion has made Ukraine very skeptical. The International Commission has been asked to investigate what Russia is up to, but just like the decision about if Israel is committing a genocide, a verdict may take a very long time. 
So, Tommy, has Mitch McConnell changed his decision about border negotiation? Well, despite challenges and pressure from former President Trump, bipartisan negotiations are ongoing to finalize a deal that combines assistance to Ukraine and Israel with measures to enhance border security. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell initially raised concerns, stating that the politics surrounding the agreement had changed due to Trump's focus on immigration in his re-election campaign. However, McConnell later expressed continued support for the talks. The border agreement, crucially linked, a security funding for Israel and Ukraine, faces potential collapse with which could jeopardize the passage of aid in Congress. Negotiators remain committed to the deal, emphasizing that it addresses critical issues amid the evolving political landscape. Despite Trump's influence and opposition, senators from both parties insist that negotiations are still in progress, recognizing the complex challenges surrounding the border and national security. All right, Sarah, so that's enough about the election politics over here in the U.S. Is there going to be a a Russian presidential election? Mm -hmm. Russia's presidential election will be taking place this coming March. Boris Nadezhdin has claimed that he will be running against Putin. He is promoting himself and gaining support because he is campaigning against the Russian-Ukrainian war. He is gaining much support because of his opposition to the war. However, even his supporters do not think he has a chance of winning. People are wondering if Putin's opponent, like his other opponents in previous elections, may be put behind bars with criminal convictions. Speaking of criminal convictions, what happened in Alabama? Well, Alabama executed a man by nitrogen gas for the first time in the U.S., Alabama executed uh, Kenneth Eugene Smith, a death row prisoner, on January 25th using nitrogen gas, making it the first state in the U.S. to employ this method despite concerns about its untested nature. Smith, convicted in a 1988 murder for hire, slain, gave his last words expressing gratitude and leaving with love, peace, and light. The execution the second attempt after a failed lethal injection in 2022 raised concerns about the safety and potential suffering involved using nitrogen gas. Smith's lawyers initially requested this method, but later argued against it, claiming it violated constitutional protections against cruel and unusual punishment. The execution faced legal challenges, but various courts, including the U.S. Supreme Court, denied appeals. Alabama's history of execution struggles, including difficulties with intravenous lines and secrecy surrounding procedures, adds complexity to the controversy. Smith's case highlights the state's resumption that um, executions after a review of its protocols in uh, 2022. And I stumbled around there because I'm just a, a little concerned about where we're going. We don't. If we're going to put people to death, which It's not whether or not I actually agree with putting people to death or not putting people to death, but if we're going to, I think it should be humane. I know we don't want to lower ourselves to the crimes that these criminals have committed. So, Sarah, back to the other side of the country. Is Iran still backing certain groups that we are having military conflicts with? Yes, they are. So in the past few months, there have been numerous attacks and counterattacks between Iranian-backed groups in Iraq and the U.S. military in Iraq. So Iraq has asked the United States to decrease their military presence within Iraq. On Thursday, the Defense Secretary of the United States, Lloyd Austin, said that the U.S. might be willing to do so. 
Iraq wants to strengthen its own military and to be able to defend itself without the help of other countries. I think that the United States can still take measures to help Iraq to set them up for success, and this may cause a little bit less unrest with the decreased U.S. presence in that region. Now back to the other side of the world again. Is Governor Greg Abbott still refusing to comply with the Supreme Court? The Supreme Court has ruled in favor of federal border patrol agents, allowing them to remove razor wire placed by Texas along the Rio Grande. The the state led by Governor Greg Abbott is using wire and uh, state agents to block border patrol access to section off the border in Eagle Pass. Homeland Security is demanding immediate access, but Abbott is resisting asserting Texas constitutional authority. The dispute highlights a constitutional clash over border control, with Abbott claiming the state authority and experts, like Professor Stephen Vladek, arguing that immigration policy falls within the federal government's purview. The standoff has border implications, raising concerns and states attempting to nullify federal laws, and the potential erosion of the federal system. Abbott's use of the compact theory to justify state defiance is criticized as an outlier view with historical ties to the secession and the Civil War. And not to mention, you know, this this, this story is not about the Supreme Court, and this uh, it's not about Governor Craig Abbott. It's about people. Um, these are people that are trying to get to a better life. It really doesn't matter what anybody thinks of them. Um, they're just ordinary people. And a whole family drowned trying to escape to a better life. And I am will be the first to admit there's all kinds of problems with how people come to our country. But just like executing criminals, there needs to be a humane way to do things. And setting up to where families drown is not the way anybody in our country should be handling themselves. So Sarah... Back to other conflicts in the world, it seems like there's some things going on in Haiti that are just not very nice. There is. So Haiti has been experiencing a lot of gang violence, and these gangs have been gaining power within the capital of Haiti. Haiti has asked for help to take back control. The United Nations backed the plan for Kenyan police officers to go to Haiti to put a stop to it. However, Some Kenyans have taken this to court, and today the high court ruled that sending them would be unconstitutional. Kenya plans to follow better procedures and to try again. Many people would like to see this happen sooner rather than later before it is too late to help Haiti. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Um, I hope that uh, that gets resolved soon. But for now, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today on Friday, January 26th. For our most recent episode of What's Going On in the World, my name is Tommy Houseman, and I'm here with Sarah Sato. And we hope you tune in next week. Thank you. Bye bye. South Africa welcomes landmark ICJ ruling. Israel vows to what? continue war. Senate border negotiations forge ahead UN court orders Israel to halt killings in Gaza, but the no ceasefire. Bureau of Economic Analysis reported a strong 3.3% economic growth in the U.S. In some troops the from Q4 Iraq. 2023. Ukraine says what? Russia has not given evidence of POWs Alabama on downed military plane. Gas for the first time in the US. This what? man wants to run against Putin. Thousands of Russians Borders are helping him. Texas. Kenyan court blocks deployment of police Supreme force in Haiti. 
What's, What's going, going on, on in the world? world?